Thanks for tuning into the Project Login Podcast. The Project Login Podcast features Mainers working in technology jobs across the state. It is meant to be a career exploration tool and follows an informational interview format. Folks from across Maine are featured from CIOs to software developers to business analysts and more. The goals are to expose our listeners to various technology jobs at Maine companies by people who do the work and raise awareness of education and training pathways into those careers. And finally, to raise aspirations of young Mainers to pursue these high-wage, in-demand tech careers. Today's podcast is another little special edition where our program specialist, Shelby Bryant, interviews her mom. Take it away. On today's podcast, I'm talking to Kimberly Bryant. Hi, Kim. Hi, Shelby. It's good to be here today. So for those who don't know, Kim is actually my mom, and she's been inspiring me for quite some time, so I'm very excited to be interviewing her today. So we're just going to jump right in. So Kim, where do you currently work? So I am a computer science and technology teacher at Spruce Mountain High School, which is in the town of Jay, but serves the towns of Jay, Livermore, and Livermore Falls. Awesome. And how did you get to where you are? Oh, boy, that's a much longer story. So um, I started out as an English teacher, and I had a few teaching jobs and got to Livermore Falls High School as an English teacher. And when we consolidated, I stayed in English, but moved to the J campus. And at that point, we started a new robotics team. And I got involved in that a little bit as a mentor because I wanted to make sure that my students that were coming to this new school had the opportunity to participate on this team. And as that robotics team grew and became a bigger part of my life, I realized that I really wanted to know more about not so much the writing presentation side of robotics, but a little bit more about getting the robot to do what we wanted it to do. And at the time we did not have anyone in our building who could teach programming or computer science. All students had to go to our technical school to be able to do that. And it came to my attention that Educate Maine and Project Login We're offering training to non-computer science teachers to learn some of those things and the opportunity to be able to teach that then to my students, which was very exciting. So I kind of jumped on that opportunity to do that and started off just teaching like one computer science class with a lot of English classes. And then as I started to really enjoy that, and that kind of became my favorite class, decided to do a little bit more with that technology and eventually got to full-time computer science and technology. Did you go to college or post-secondary training? Actually, I did. So one of the things, as an educator, I was really not wanting to get my master's degree in something that I had already gone to school for for four years. So 
like I didn't just want to go to educational leadership or do more in English. And as I started to really enjoy the computer and technology aspects, and I had always been very much into using technology in my classroom anyway. So I decided to pursue my master's degree in technology and curriculum. So basically incorporating technology into high school curriculum, as well as delivering curriculum through technology in case of like online learning or um, came in really handy during the pandemic, of course. So I did get my master's degree in, in that, which allows me to be considered highly qualified as a tech computer teacher. And do you have any additional special certifications or credentials? I, I wouldn't say I have any special ones at this point. So my regular certification is still as an English educator, but I also have certificates in technology and performing arts because I also teach tech theater and drama at our school in addition to computer science. And mostly, I believe that's probably because there's no one else certified to teach those at this point. So I have retained those really fun and interesting classes in my course load. So speaking to that, what does a typical week look like for you as an educator? Uh, I, I hesitate to say, cause I feel like my week probably isn't typical for an educator, but it's definitely <laughs> typical for me. So I obviously teach a kind of a variety of things. I teach computer science specifically, some app, uh, like app class and a game design class, which are also very programming heavy. But then I also teach media, digital media, digital imaging, Photoshop, and a lot of other classes that involve technology, but in a more artistic way. And then drama and tech theater. Usually during the week, I would have my classes during the day. I have a computer science class every single day. During my, I would say what should be my prep, I'm oftentimes helping students work on independent projects. So they're finishing up films. They are working on apps. They are asking for photos. We are working on yearbook, any number of things. And I kind of have students in my room all the time, um, 3D printing, going over various things, asking questions, and also doing the regular after-school activities. So obviously after school, I would have drama rehearsals. I'm on my school's eval team. So those meetings happen once a month our regular faculty meetings. I'm also on several boards. And so I often have board meetings by the time school gets out. Then we have the regular, you know, meetings for students and parents and all of that stuff. And then I do a number of kind of media things for school. So it may be printing out posters that we need for events or for sports and I have the access to that equipment or working with other teachers um, when they have questions about using technology in their rooms and what that might look like. 
So I think that's a pretty typical week for me, I think. <laughs> you do a lot. You do a lot of different things. <laughs> On top of that, do you run any after-school clubs? Yeah, so I do two drama activities. We have a winter musical as well as a competition one act. So those are my drama pieces. I also have a girls who code club that meets uh, about once a week when we don't have other sports seasons going on. So that's, it's kind of hard to work that in. A lot of the girls who love coding and are really into that also really are into a lot of other things. So fitting in that time is important and we try to get stuff done around their schedules and then I am also right now the yearbook advisor so I have after school yearbook meetings with whatever students can meet for that I think that's it for this year so what do you like best about your job well definitely students are the best thing about my job and I teach high school because I love young people but I love young people who are kind of on the verge of getting to do what they want to do and I uh, love seeing them be successful. I have a couple of students who've been coming in recently to work on the video submission for their Tyler Technologies app that they've developed. And it's nice to see kids who first have developed that app and have done a wonderful job but are also just having fun sort of in that process and working hard. And that sort of success is just wonderful to be able to see and experience. And that's also why I do the after school stuff, because it's awesome to see young people doing what they love and giving them that opportunity to maybe try something new or get involved with a new social group or some of those things that aren't necessarily academic that they can thrive in. What kind of challenges do you typically have to deal with? So one thing I've been dealing with the more as I've been teaching more and more of the computer science is it's very problem solving oriented. So it is basically kids working very hard in groups or independently to solve problems of some sort. And Almost all of them are working at different paces on different projects and different apps with a different background and a different culture system. And I am running around trying to facilitate all of them. I don't spend nearly as much time in my classroom specifically teaching as I am kind of helping and leading and kind of going around and making sure everybody has what they need at the time to do what they need to do. So a typical lesson may start with us all together learning something, but then it is me going around and making sure that every single person is on task and doing what they need to do. And I am, I'm on my feet a lot. And that has been challenging because I just don't know you know, I, I wish I could clone myself sometimes to make sure that all students are getting that attention that they need. And it's a challenge to, to get that done and also get grading done and also 
get all of those other things done that you need to. One thing that I would love, love, love as a teacher is if I never had to grade anything and we could just, you know, <laughs> go through life uh, completing tasks and uh, working to get better without having to ever assign any form of number to that. I think learning would prosper and I could spend more time with the actual teaching and less time with those numbers. That would be awesome. So what kind of advice do you have for anyone looking to enter into teaching computer science or information technology? So I, I do think computer science teachers are an amazing bunch of people and they come from extremely varied backgrounds. <laughs> Most of them enjoyed or really wanted to be educators before they were into computer science. And I don't know if that is like what I would give for advice. Like you'd really want to teach first because I have always been an absolute lover of technology and had things been different when I was a little kid and computers were first coming out, that's something that I may have gone into. And at that point, I think people weren't thinking about teaching computer science. It was just like, well, using and, and knowing how to program computers, which I don't think I really loved. I liked the social aspect of working with people. And I love kind of just promoting the problem solving mindset. So for new teachers or, or people who might think that they want to do this, I would say, if you have a passion for computer science, no matter what that passion is, and that is something you want to share in any way, shape or form, then this is the way to do it. It is extremely rewarding. It is a way to do something that you love in an impactful way that is not like this sort of minutia of just sitting at a computer. So I guess that's what I'd say. And I don't know whether to do, you know, whether you start with the computer science part or you start with the teaching part. I don't think it matters as long as both of them kind of end up happening eventually. Awesome. What would you recommend for opportunities for other educators to take advantage of? Oh my gosh, we have so much offered and I don't think people even have a clue what there is out there for folks these days. So I personally have a lot of love for the program that got me into computer science, which is the training from code.org to teach computer science principles, which is the class that I teach at the AP level. That particular program had me coming in as a person with very, very little experience and knowledge. And I left with every single thing that I needed to be able to teach a class successfully and to feel confident in teaching that class successfully. I don't think I've ever had a training that was better. It was unbelievably good. So good that I now <laughs> work with Project Login and Code.org to offer that to other teachers because I 
I think that it's the best professional development out there by far. But there is also a lot offered for teachers, especially ones that you may not necessarily be thinking about computer science a lot now, but maybe you are really into technology and we have like all kinds of conferences. We have ACTUM, we have Computer Science Teachers of America that offer conferences and smaller workshops that you can just go to for a day and check out. Maine has an amazing robotics following and there are oftentimes workshops available for people who want to start Lego robotics or other robotics teams like Vex Robotics. There are so many different things offered through Project Login where teachers can go and just kind of check programs out or listen to other folks who are already in the field so that they can get an idea of the types of jobs and things that are available that their students might be taking in the future. And then, of course, there are all kinds of graduate programs that offer computer science in addition to just one-off classes that are both online and um, in person. So there is a lot available. And I do think Project Login and following it on social media is probably the best way to find out about a lot of that stuff for anyone that's interested. Well, thank you for the little plug there. (laughs) (laughs) But I do know that you actually knew about Project Login well before I did and did take advantage of a lot of the programs. And that's actually part of the reason why I'm on the team today and love the job that I have so much. So thank you for sharing that with me. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I'm so glad that you ended up here. But I also want to ask, what is your favorite place in Maine? Oh man, that's hard because there's lots of places that I love. My favorite place in Maine right now, and kind of has been for a while, is Narrow Gauge Cinemas in Farmington, Maine. It is the best movie theater in the world when I have not been near it, when I have not been in a place where I could attend movies there. I missed it like crazy. And now that I'm back in the area, I take advantage of it as as much as I can. Maine has lots and lots of beautiful outdoor spaces, unbelievable restaurants, which I absolutely love. But there are lots of them. And there's literally only one narrow gauge cinema. So that is going to be my choice today. Perfect. I think that's a very (laughs) fitting choice for you. Well, thank you so much. And for anyone who's interested in being on the Project Login podcast, please always feel free to reach out to Angela Exley or me, Shelby Bryant, um, at our emails with Educate Maine, and we'd be happy to interview you. Thank you.